Welcome to the Podglomerate. For everything that you were too afraid to ask at home, too embarrassed to ask at school, or was just too hard to ask your partner, welcome to the Sex Wrap. Hey everybody, and welcome back to the Sex Wrap. You're here today with Andrew and Spring, and we're here to talk to you about questions about love and sex and relationships. Um, and today we have a really fun topic. Um, I, you've heard Spring say dozens of times that she loves to talk about periods, and today we're going to be talking about period sex. How are you today, Spring? I'm so great. Um, I'm so excited to be talking about this today. And we're recording this after Andrew and I just got to see each other this weekend. So it's so lovely to have seen you so recently. It was awesome. We were in Montreal, ooh la la, um, where people speak French and everything takes a very long time. No, it was lovely. Um, what did you think of Montreal Spring? I had so much fun. We were there for a sex conference where we presented about the sex rap, talking about how amazing all of our listeners are and how excited we are to get to share information with you guys all the time. So um, that was super cool. It was really fun. Wait, what's what's going on? Are you? Oh my God. Okay, so. What just happened? Are you are you playing with our purpose? What? I I think this is a message. I I think that today we are. What? Okay, here we go. So today, everybody, the big question that we're answering is: Can I have sex on my period? Yeah. And in case you didn't know, that was a. Beautiful song from my crazy ex-girlfriend. We'll put a link to the song in the show notes for all of you. Um, so Spring, um, can we have sex on our periods? Of course we can have sex on our periods. I, I don't but, know if you can, but I can. Well, I guess I, I, I'm kind of in a situation where that doesn't... Re- you can't, right, absolutely you can. It's one of those questions that comes up pretty frequently. And when I hear it, I'm like, well, you know, 50% of the population is having them um, for 10 to 25% of their lives. It would be pretty crazy if you cut that much sex out of their lives because of period, periods. Um, a complete waste of life and sex, right? Um, so yes, absolutely, you can have sex during your period. And I thought today what we could do is we could kind of talk about some cons and some pros and then how to become a pro, how to get better at it. How does that sound? That sounds so great. I love everything about this. You know that. Yeah. Um, so let's start. Why don't we start with cons and then we'll move on. What are some of the cons of period sex? Why would someone not want to have it? I mean, the main one that people are normally concerned about is messiness. That's the main thing that people kind of uh, are a little worried about or um, kind of worried about uh, it being gross in some way. That's what we hear a lot of concerns about. And we can definitely get to the uh, how to be a pro around some of those things at the in a little bit. Well, but- and all sex can be kind of messy. Right. Like, I mean, when someone's afraid of period sex being messy, pretty much any kind of sex you have, there's going to be fluids. There's all kinds of other stuff that can uh, get on sheets, get on towels, get on your body. Period sex 
really isn't that much different. It's just a different colored fluid compared to all of the other ones. A, a maybe slightly more staining color, yes. Right. Um, but, I mean, it's a mess. We clean up messes all the time. I, I, I just, I've never thought of that as a very good excuse to not have it. I think that there's probably something else underlying it, and we've mentioned it a few times before, um, I think that people have a lot of very negative attitudes towards periods and menstruation. People make all kinds of jokes about it. Um, people talk about PMS and being on the rag. There's all of that negative negativity surrounding it. And I think the reason why people don't have sex during it is probably more linked to the negative feelings that they have, and they just kind of blame it on the mess. I mean... My whole PhD was about women's periods and about how women think about their periods and how that's actually related to symptoms they experience um, as they're going through their cycles. And we know that having these kind of negative attitudes are associated with um, having more negative uh, experiences during your period. And we don't know which way is causal, actually, like if having negative attitudes is causing you to have um, more negative um, symptoms during your period or vice versa. And I mean, it could certainly work either way. But um, one of the things that I recommend in thinking about periods is to, you know, think about all of the great, amazing things that a period is, what it symbolizes, what it does for you, um, to try to shift some of those negative concerns. Because I think that it actually can affect how you're feeling on your period. And actually, you know, maybe thinking about having sex on your period and thinking about some of the pros that we'll get to in a minute could actually help um, shift some of those attitudes as well. So I think what Spring is saying there is that if you think that periods are bad or if you think that they're going to be painful or if you think that they're messy, if you feel gross or unsexy or dirty, then that's going to translate to you ha having worse cramps, worse feeling. I mean, like the entire, like if you feel bad about yourself or about a period or about your partner's period, it's going to make you feel worse, right? So it's kind of this cascade of all the negativity impacting how you feel about yourself and the sex surrounding it. Oh, those negative feedback loops. Oh. Um, um, let's see. Some of the other cons, um, there are these myths and rumors that you can't get pregnant on your period. We talked about this really early on. Um, but uh, yes, you can still get pregnant on your period. So if you are concerned about pregnancy, it's important to use some kind of uh, protection, whether it's a condom or hormonal contraceptives or birth control pill, whatever it is, you have to make sure that you still use it. Um, Lots of women do can and do get pregnant during their periods too. Um, and, uh, and go ahead. Yeah. So we'll reference, you can go back and listen to our earlier episode that talks specifically about can I get pregnant on my period, which was episode five. And we talk about um, how that really depends on the length of your cycle, but that technically it is possible. Yeah. Right. Um, and if you're a, a woman or a trans man and you use uh, pads, um, sometimes there can be some chafing on the vulva on the outside of the vagina. So uh, there are some people who report that um, sex on their period can be kind of painful because there's a, a wet pad uh, sitting on the outside, chafing the skin, causing some issues there. Um, so if you're if so if it's uncomfortable, you might want to find something else to do. Um, is there any? Is there any other? Are there any other cons? Oh yeah, there's one other con. One other con, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so. Uh, 
if a woman is on her period, uh, it means that she is more likely to be able to transmit some sexually transmissible infections, especially uh, ones that are bloodborne, things like HIV and hepatitis. Um, she's also more likely to be able to contract some kinds of STIs, STDs as well. Things like chlamydia, because it's happy to eat the blood and it will grow more quickly. Um, so you have to be more careful about uh, STD transmission in both directions in e either way. Right. So what that means is when you're having sex on your period, you should still be using condoms, not only for potential pregnancy prevention if you're trying to prevent that, but also for uh, additional protection against uh, sexually transmitted infections. And um, I think that, you know, those are always concerns that we want to think about how we're protecting ourselves in different situations. And during your period is no different. Okay, so let's get on to pros. And I think the pros list is really fun to talk about. Um, so the big pro um, that I, I, I want to start with is that if there is somebody who is having the, uh, their period menstruation um, and they're able to have an orgasm, it's actually one of the top ways a lot of people report um, reducing or easing menstrual cramps or menstrual pain, having an orgasm. So uh, even though you might not feel very sexy if you're able to have an orgasm, um, it can actually reduce the cramps. And on top of it, there's some evidence um, that if you have orgasms while you're on your period, it actually can decrease the total length of it because those contractions, you know, those delicious orgasmic contractions you have, um, actually help the uterus uh, expel more of the, the tissue in the blood. So you kind of get it out more quickly. So it can make the cramps, it can reduce the cramps, and it can reduce the length of the period. That, that already sounds like two amazing selling points. What are some of the other pro, pro, uh, some of the other pros? I'm just gonna say that it's not gonna happen immediately. Like all of that is not gonna dump out right after your orgasm. <laughs> so don't think of it like that. Um, but you know, it's like overall, if you're having more orgasms during your period, then it's likely to slightly shorten the total length of it. Um, right. It's not like yeah. you're going to suddenly so, start squirting I mean, blood everywhere. I think yeah. that that um, orgasm one is let's see. really uh, Oh, uh, we talk about the, lube all the time. Do you want to talk about lube for a second? Relief that a lot of people need from um, cramping is hard to achieve. And uh, and it's, it's almost impossible to um, get those muscles to release without an orgasm. You can try different medications to kind of ease some of the uh, tension that you're feeling, but the orgasm actually causes all of those muscles that are cramping up and causing those pains to soften, to relax. And that is amazing. Like I, I can't, emphasize enough how amazing an orgasm is to actually like make you feel better physically and emotionally when you're on your period. Yeah. Sorry about that little uh, mishap. We were talking over each other. Our Springen was talking about uh, how important orgasm is. And uh, I asked a question about uh, lube all at the same time, but that's okay. Um, so, right, orgasm helps, uh, it relaxes all of those muscles, right? It makes you feel good on a good day, it would also make you feel good on a crampy day, mm -hmm. um, much better. Um, 
And then the question that I ask is about lube. Um, so we talk about lube all the time on the show. Um, if you listen to the song, um, the the period sex song for my girlfriend, they talk about cherry colored or cherry flavored lube. Um, you can think about menstrual blood um, as just another kind of lube to keep everything nice and lubed up too. A little bit different color, but overall it's not going to hurt you um, and it can really make things more pleasurable. So kind of comes with a whole bunch of extra lube. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it depends on what type of um, protection you're using um, for for that instance. So for example, um, one of the things I recommend during period sex is to use a female condom because um, it actually greatly decreases the chances for any mess and um, it almost acts as a complete barrier against the period in a way. So if you use a female condom, which is inserted inside a female before having um, penile vaginal sex, then the female condom sits in there and is actually lining that whole space so that when you're actually having sex, uh, there is no blood present, like it's kind of being held in by the female condom. And so you don't get that benefit of the extra um, lube of the period blood, but you also um, don't really have to deal with a the mess there. This actually prevents the mess in so many ways. And as the penis is going in and out, in and out, in and out, there's no dragging back of any blood in any way because it's all um, on the outside of the female condom, which uh, stays totally inside the body. Yeah. And that's a really nice segue. And what are some of the things that we can do to make period sex better? And I think female condoms are one of those really great options. Um, and if you don't have access to female condoms, you don't know how to use one, if you're not, if you're not comfortable using one, there's actually a couple other uh, devices that can work really well. Um, one of them um, is called a soft tampon. Um, so a soft tampon is made of a soft, rubbery kind of foam. Um, they're inserted into the vagina all the way. So there's no strings. Um, and you, they kind of get pushed back inside and they collect everything. And then um, every four to six hours, you have to, there's like a little finger loop on them. You have to reach inside and finger loop and pull it out. But it's totally safe to have sex with them in. So if you're not comfortable with a female condom, you can use something like a soft tampon and it will collect um, any of the blood or mucus, any of the, uh, the menstrual fluids. Um, and there's also a newer, newer device called a menstrual disc. And it looks kind of like a little flying saucer um, with a rim. Um, and it's a lot like the female condom, except it doesn't protect uh, the entire inside of the vagina. But it's a little disc that you put up over the cervix. You kind of have to figure out how to insert it and play with it a little bit. But you can leave it in for hours. And what it does is it collects all of the menstrual blood, all the menstrual flow. Um, so if you have sex while the menstrual disc is in... Um, There'll be no leakage. There'll be no uh, blood. There'll be no mess. So there's lots of uh, devices that you could use to make it less messy, right? Because that's what we're really talking about there. Um, also, uh, a great piece of advice in trying to make it less messy is to have some towels. Now, in my house, we have an entire drawer of sex towels, which are towels that were bought expressly to put down, to lay down, to have around, whether it's sweat or another bodily fluid. Um, those towels, and they're all dark too. So if you buy sex towels, don't buy something pretty and cute with little frilly designs. Just buy a cheapo dark towel that can catch any kind of fluid. Um, I actually, 
uh, stay at a hotel once in a while in Miami when friends come in if we want to do a night on South Beach. It's called The Gathering. Um, Spring stayed there with me before. Hey. It's a super cute hotel, um, and they have actually, they have different color towels in your room, um, so they have normal white fluffy towels and robes for the bathroom, and then by your bed, they have a little stack of black towels where they say, like, use your white towels for the shower and use these for cleaning up anything else. So it's this really funny little joke that they have inside of the hotel, but it's really great advice um, if you might be having a kind of sex with or something to clean up, which is, hint, all kinds of sex. Right. And I would suggest uh, during period sex, like, just start with the towels down, like, because blood is one of those things that does stain pretty easily. And you might as well just have it on the dark colored towels that you're not going to notice it on rather than trying to get it out of the sheets, because that is um, not fun. Um, and if you do get a little bit of blood on something there are all kinds of stain treatments that are available something like a tied pen um you want to use that before you put it into a washing machine um so you want to treat it before you wash it and that's true for any blood stain if you don't treat it before you wash it, it becomes permanent wait are we doing how to get stains out now <laughs> we talked about this one time before no is that do we talk about how to get bad smells out before i don't know um well, no, I mean, how to make it better if you're prepared. Like, if you go into sex knowing, like I say all the time, it's like this weird, messy, funny act with bodies flopping against each other with funny sounds and smells and fluids. If you go into it with that mindset and you have your little, there might be some funny smells or fluids around kit close by, whether it's towels or something to work on a stain, you can kind of go into it without that, you know, worry about, oh no, I might stain, or oh no, there might be a mess. I mean, like, it's much, I mean, for me, like, oh yes there might be a mess. And oh, yes, there might be something to clean up. If you go into it with that positive attitude, when it happens, you just take it as part of the act instead of this kind of woeful, regretted response to whatever's going on. Yeah. And I just have a personal comment. If, if you're with a partner and you've been with a partner for a while and they don't want to have sex during a period... I think that it's worth challenging them on. Um, I'm not going to recommend that you necessarily try to have period sex with someone you don't know as well or you're not comfortable with. But with someone that you're comfortable with, there's no need to be worried about anything. And I think that it's one of those uh, things that's still a little taboo. And I think that it's worth uh, challenging somebody on that. If it, if it's someone you've been dating a while and you um, haven't had sex on your period, I mean, I think it's worth, you know, talking about what some of those issues are with your partner and, um, and figuring out what, which of these solutions might help alleviate any of those concerns that are there. Wait, so you're saying uh, communication, talking about sex with the person you're having sex with is probably good for sex? I'm saying, oh my God, that's our number one recommendation of all time. Right. So if, if at the end of that conversation, or if you just decide that it's not right for you, that's okay too. That's what Spring is saying. Like you can talk about it if it's not right. Um, one of the things that you could do is start experimenting with 
the million other kinds of fun sexual things that you can do with your partner or partners, right? There's an infinity of other fun ways to enjoy your and their body. It doesn't always have to be penis and vagina sex, right? There's tons of other fun things that you can do as well. Um, but if someone ever tells you it's steak in a blowjob week or blowjob week, you tell them to come talk to me and, and I will tell them what kind of week it actually is for them. <laughs> no more sex for you ever this week. Go sleep in a different room. We're over. It's done because you should never demean another person for a natural process that's not <laughs> you or someone else. I get a little bit feisty about these kind of issues. Whenever someone says something like blowjob week, I'm like, are you kidding me? I almost swore. Almost swore. <laughs> are you kidding? No, absolutely not. There's a lot of ways to, fu- your body's just a fun play thing. Your partner's bodies are fun play things. You can find lots of ways to have fun and play with them. Um, and if someone ever comes at you and try, makes you feel dirty about having a period or makes you feel bad about having a period and tries to convince you that you can pleasure them, but they won't pleasure you, send them my way. I'll, 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 I'll tell them how I feel about it. Or you could have a conversation with them. <laughs> Right, I'm just saying when the conversation fails, then you can. <laughs> All right. Um, do we have anything else? We're, we're getting close to the end of our show, the period of the period episode. Um, let's see. So we have a couple shout outs. Um, in terms of dealing with periods, there are all kinds of new inventions. We talked about, uh, well, well, Spring talked about female condoms. I talked about soft condoms and menstrual discs. There are also specially formulated underwear that can help people that will collect uh, leak. Uh, blood that might leak uh, that would collect um, that you can just use instead of a tampon or a pad. Um, so there are two different companies that we're going to talk about and we're going to have uh, codes, discount codes for Christmas shopping, right? Who, why wouldn't you want to buy someone some special underwear? Or Hanukkah shopping or whatever things you celebrate. Wally. Right. There we go. Um, so there are two companies. One of them is Dear Kate. And they have all kinds of cute underwear that uh, help with periods. And then there's uh, Thinks. Um, and we'll give websites, websites and discount codes um, inside of the notes for the episode at the end today. Um, which, officially takes a, which officially takes us to the, the period. The period. A, the period the of period. the period. We're at the super period. What is our super period today? OMG, super periods? I didn't even know that was a thing, and now I'm so excited. Um, So. (laughs) I mean. (laughs) She's already laughing. What? So, so, uh, the joke is today, um, a guy wanted to have sex with his girlfriend while she was on her period, um, but he had to do something first. What did he have to do to have sex with his girlfriend while she was on her period? Talk to her or send him to me for a conversation? I don't know what. He had to pull a few strings. Uh, for those of you who don't know, that's a tampon joke. <laughs> oh, uh. right, everybody, thanks for listening for uh, to us today. If you ever have any questions, feel free to reach out. You can find us via email, where the sex rep at gmail.com. You can call us. 413 I wrap it. Um, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at The Sex Wrap. Um, so, whatever you do, if you have any questions, just let us know. We'd love to hear from you. Um, and also, uh, what we just want to let you know we're including some academic leaks. If you 
interested in reading some more about the research behind our topic today, you can find that in our notes as well. But thanks for listening. Bye, everybody. Just wrap us. For everything that you were too afraid to ask at home, too embarrassed to ask at school, or just too afraid... Music for this episode provided by the ever-elusive and mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. The Podglomerate. A Sonic Universe.